This special episode of What Works is brought to you by Mighty Networks. Mighty Networks powers brands and businesses like yours that bring people together. With a Mighty Network, online business owners just like you can bring their website, their content, their courses, their community, their events online and off all together in one place. And they can charge for them too, all while building their own brands. Visit MightyNetworks.com to see more examples of brands bringing people together and taking their businesses to the next level. Well, we've nearly made it to the end of another January. As of today, I'm 24 days into my first Whole30. I'm four weeks into a new training program. I'm 14 posts into committing to writing and sharing more often on Instagram and LinkedIn. I'm four weeks into bullet journaling. As you might guess, I love January. I love the potential, the possibility, the opportunity of the new year. I love setting new intentions and goals. Now, of course, not everyone feels this way. February is the new January. Memes are popping up everywhere. There's a January backlash that's been gaining momentum over the last few years. And if you don't mind, I'd like to share my take on why this is, but to do it, as per usual, I need a fitness metaphor. But first... You're listening to What Works, the podcast that asks real small business owners what's really working to run and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Tara McMullen. When I was a young athlete, I loved the fast burn. I was always itching to steal second base, to sprint across the finish line, or to take a fast break for a layup. When I started training as an adult, I approached things pretty much the same way. Even if it hurt or ruined me for the rest of the day, I'd hit those high-intensity intervals hard. Endurance was like a dirty word. I figured if I kept training at that high intensity, eventually I would be able to endure. But I was wrong. Luckily, I learned a lot more about pacing and the benefits of low-intensity exercise. Instead of asking myself how fast I could run for 15 seconds, I started asking myself if I could hold this pace for a mile for three miles, even for 10 miles. Instead of always working myself into a sweaty mess, I learned to take plenty of rest and enjoy a workout that was hard work, but felt easy. I started to embrace the slow burn. The results, well, they spoke for themselves. Yes, I could run for miles upon miles without stopping. I could move heavyweights. I could climb for hours. And the crazy thing was, when I did decide to up the intensity, I could go faster and harder. I towed the line at which working hard turned into overworking. I trained myself to stay just on this side of comfortable so that when I did really want to push myself, I was ready. Now, the way we've been trained to approach January, whether it's in life, in fitness, or in business, is the fast burn. Set all the resolutions, change all the things. Well, that's exhausting, (laughs) and it's no wonder that people are ready to move away from that all-or-nothing approach to the new year. But that's not how I've approached the last few Januaries. January is instead an opportunity to set the pace that I can keep for the next 52 weeks. It's a chance to ignite my slow burn and reclaim my routine. The way I do that is by identifying the habits I want to nurture throughout the month. My habits are the things that either stoke my fire or slow my flow. They're either propelling me forward with grace or making a mess of my best intentions. Whether it's in life or in business, the health of my habits is the biggest contributing factor to the success of my goals. 
That's why I choose to use January as a time to re-examine my habits, to choose one or two things that I want to actively cultivate as habits, and to eliminate something that's not serving me. It's not a frenetic race to some external goal. It's a refinement of what's working and an elimination of what's not. Today, I want to celebrate the most effective habits of small business owners in our network. We've asked four members to share what's working for them as they re-examine and refine their own routines. You'll hear about ways that they're creating a habit of marketing, networking, planning, and time management. Plus, they'll share the very real differences it's making to the way they do business and the results they're achieving. I'd love to know what habits or routines are fueling your success in life or business right now. Or maybe you've taken this month to start a new habit you believe will build your capacity to hit your goals in 2019. I would love to hear about it. Hit me up on Instagram. You can tag me in a post where you share your habit or just shoot me a DM. I'm at Tara underscore McMullen and you can use the hashtag explore what works. First up, Kate Farrell has a habit that's allowed her to prioritize people she cares about while also booking new clients. Sounds like a win-win to me. Hi, I'm Kate Farrell, a get-it-together specialist for motivated artists, makers, and creative business owners who really want to earn more from what they do. They've got amazing art, handmade objects, life-changing services, um, but they feel really frustrated that they're not selling more and aren't sure what to do about it. So that's where I come in. I help them connect and engage with the people who want their work so they can stay true to doing what they love while earning more money. Today, I'm going to share with you one habit that has really changed the way I approach getting clients. I wouldn't have thought this would be the case, but it really has. And it's a little nerdy, so I'm actually feeling kind of silly to admit this. Um, But this habit is actually tracking who I talk with online and off. It might be an actual verbal conversation. It might be a conversation on Facebook. Um, I'm tracking this. And and part of the reason why I'm tracking this is because I love connecting with people. And I love having great conversations. I really value that. Um, And it's, it's a little bit kind of funny because... This has allowed me to, yes, up-level my business by following up with people that I really want to follow up with um, for business-related things, but it's also allowed me to up-level my personal life as well because it it gets me in the habit of remembering to talk with people that I care about. (laughs) It's really easy to just sort of think life is busy and you can lose track of friends and not hear from friends and not reach out and connect with people because you're busy. Like that makes so much sense. Everyone is super busy. So this is a habit that not only has helped my business, but it's helped me personally. Um, And how I do this, I open up one document, which happens to be a spreadsheet in my case, every day. And it's a great habit because if I do it every day, then I stay on top of it so much easier and it builds this habit so that sometimes I'm I'm seeing myself connect more and more without having to look at this spreadsheet as a reminder. It's, it's building that habit. It's becoming a core element of what I do, which I love. Um, but basically, it lists all of my connections. You know, It could be people that I'm friends with. It could be family members. It could be um, people that I've met strictly through business, potential clients, prospects, um, current clients, past clients. It lists everyone. And it's so great because you know, the results I'm seeing is that it really builds this habit of building connectivity and building relationships. 
Um, it's something that could be super boring if you thought of it just as solely a business building technique, but it's a lot of fun because who doesn't like to get a little hello from a friend from time to time? And this is something that helps to remind me to do that. Um, and it makes me feel like a better person and a better friend because I am spending time to build relationships and stay in touch with people and, and just keep that going. Um, it's sort of being a much better person than I thought I would be. Um, for business, I'm much better at following up with people and helping them by using this outreach tracking technique and habit. Um, you know, I, I, when I see an article, I'm more likely to share it with, you know, a friend that I know would be interested in it. It has my mind thinking in these ways, which is great. And, you know, since 50% of sales are closed in follow-ups, I'm selling more. And it's, it's really based on, you know, doing those follow-ups and really on authentic connections and building relationships with people. Um, I also, you know, in the last year, I grew my revenue by 30%, which felt really great. And my sales became more consistent after I started focusing on building relationships and tracking them in this way, just just watching what I was doing versus, you know, a lot of people think you just want to meet people for sales, but really my tracking of my outreach activities and building that habit is more about just connecting with people and having really genuine, authentic relationships. So the more I reach out, the more I sell, putting something like this in place Building this great habit of tracking my outreach and relationship building efforts has really paid off for me both in business and personally. Okay, so that's my habit that I wanted to share with you guys. It's been really great. And if you haven't tried doing something like this, I say give it a try. It takes a little bit of time to get used to it, but it's so, so worth it. Thanks. Chelsea Stevenson has been juggling a lot with marketing her two businesses, Cardamom and Clove Henna, a local service-based business, and Hennapreneur, an online school. So this year, she's creating a habit of making the most of the content she creates so that she's not reinventing the marketing wheel in her two businesses. Hi, my name is Chelsea Stevenson, and I am the owner of Cardamom and Clove Henna. Um, I'm the most celebrated henna artist in the Baltimore, Maryland area. And I also have an online school, Hennapreneur, where I teach both um, henna technique and business strategy to other henna artists of all different skill sets and skill levels around the globe. So um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little bit challenging in balancing both a local service um, business and also having the online school, um, particularly particularly because the the two audiences are so different. And so, in order to um, try to be more efficient and effective uh, in 2019, I made the choice to to find a better way to, to handle my content creation. Um, a lot of the content that I create can be repurposed from one brand to the other um, but it you know it requires replacing audio and it requires kind of changing the content so that it's not um, so that on one side I'm teaching people how to appreciate a good henna artist and on the other side I'm teaching the good henna artists how to attract the right clients so <laughs> you can't necessarily mix the two um, in a way that that um, that I was super comfortable with. So 
because of that, it created this monster where I was constantly in content creation mode, constantly um, creating videos, constantly writing blogs, constantly doing the things. And it was taking so much time. So in 2019, I said, you know, I've got to do something better. And I worked to build a strategy around that. So now um, what I've been doing is <laughs> I will take a day and work solely on creating content. Um, I've always been a fan of batch content creation, but this is like batch creation on steroids. I literally set up a phone that is horizontal a camera that's you know a camera that's horizontal i also set up a camera that is vertical and i place the two somewhat close to one another so that when i'm recording it looks as though i'm looking at both <laughs> at both uh, phones directly um you know at the eye um and then i also set up my mic and my laptop right underneath and i open up a google doc and um turn on voice typing and so I record my videos, which I can then upload vertically into IGTV. I can upload horizontally into YouTube and onto Facebook. Um, and then the voice recorder creates an automatic transcription, which I can then edit and um, repurpose into blog content, into captions for social media, into um, email uh, copy. And so, um, Finding this little hack has been a huge, huge benefit for me. Um, actually, this past weekend, I was able to, <laughs> in a period of about four to five hours, create all of my regular weekly content from now through the end of the first quarter, which was incredibly empowering. And I, I cannot stress enough how much of a weight it took off of my shoulders to know that the only thing I have to do is go in and edit a few videos and clean up a transcript and, you know, and send, you know, set these things out, schedule these things out for posting. So if you find yourself in the weeds and are looking for a way to quickly build content um, that you can upload and, and share on multiple uh, platforms, uh, take that tip and I hope that it helps you. You can find me at uh, cardamomclovehenna.com or at hennapreneur.com. Um, I'd love to connect. All right. Bye. You'll hear two more highly effective habits in just a minute. But first, a word from our What Works partner, Mighty Networks. Mighty Networks powers brands and businesses that bring people together. Growing a small business isn't easy, so why do we make it so much harder by cobbling together a bunch of different pieces of software just to talk to our customers and deliver our offers? If you have your content on one platform and your courses on another, while your customers hang out on yet another platform and your payments get routed through a completely different system, you're not alone. In fact, that's how business was done for a long time in the digital small business world. Then Mighty Networks came along. Mighty Networks makes it easy to bring your content, courses, community payments, and even events together on one easy to use platform. At What Works, we use it to share a behind the scenes look at how we do things, talk with our community members, plan events, and manage payments. I love that the core of our business is all together in one place. Plus, Mighty Networks makes it easy to access our network on mobile with our own app. 
If you're tired of doing extra work to shepherd your customers from app to app to app, it's time to build your Mighty Network. Get started with Mighty Networks free of charge by visiting MightyNetworks.com. Mighty Networks is the easiest way to take your business to the next level. Next, Christy Ann Squires has always set goals in her business and her relationship, but last year she forged a new habit from her goal setting and planning, and it transformed what she could accomplish in a single year. My name is Christy Ann Squires. I am the founder of a company called Bookwifery, applying the midwifery, birthing, and pregnancy metaphor to the experience of bringing books into the world. So I help contemplative leaders birth their books without losing their soul. When it comes to a habit or routine that has transformed my life or business, I had to settle on the routine of setting quarterly goals. In 2018, I started practicing this and found it to be completely transformative to what I was able to accomplish in my business in a given year. Prior to that, I had set either annual goals or even going back further in time with my husband. We would um, often, in the early years of our marriage, set aside a weekend to work on five and 10 year vision casting for our life and just found year after year uh, a sense of disappointment and discouragement that the things we had said the previous year we were going to to work towards you know either hadn't hadn't moved forward or just were not even an interest or a point of focus anymore and I found that this last year by pairing it really far down to just a quarter at a time that I'm focused on what is really the invitation in this season of my business or my life and letting for three months a burst of energy go straight to, toward that one, two or three goals really made a difference in what I was able to accomplish in the given year. So at the end of 2018, when I looked back, I was able to see that I had launched three courses. I had launched a podcast. I had redesigned my website. I had completely revamped my opt-in offering for people to join my newsletter list. I had launched an online community called the Bookwifery Collective, and I had even hosted a hashtag challenge on Instagram. It was an insanely productive year, and I know that it had a lot to do with, almost solely to do with the fact that I had switched to focusing on a quarter at a time, picking one to two things that I was really intently bringing to life. What I love about this is it has had the um, kind of unexpected byproduct of reaffirming a lot of the value that I bring to the authors I work with in my business at Bookwifery. In some ways, a a book project is like one monster-sized um, project that needs a plan. And a lot of what I do in my work is provide that plan to my authors. And so it's neat to have seen that this last year of honing really what it looks like for me to set goals and create a plan for them and actually go after and meet them in my own life and business is something now I can, I can strengthen even more and bring to my business and those I meant to serve. Um, even more as a gift, as an intentional gift. So I'm, I'm grateful for that and uh, grateful for the discovery that quarterly goals can help you make a lot of things happen. Thanks for, so much for the opportunity to share. Finally, Chrissy Betancourt has a habit that helps her get the most out of the time she has as she rebuilds her business from the ground up. Hello, my name is Chrissy Betancourt and I help businesses create a solid content strategy for their social and community platforms, but in a way that really allows both social and community to work together synergistically and make the heart of the company shine. So the one practice that I've really been incorporating as uh, we've started into the new year is 
uh, time blocking. And I realize that time blocking is, <clears throat> in, in uh, these days, a pretty standard practice. Um, but I also know that there's a lot of business owners out there who uh, have been thinking of doing it and haven't started it yet. So that's why I wanted to share how it's uh, really transformed my life. Um, so what I found is as I've organized my calendar and, and allocated certain times of the day and certain days of the week to specific things, and I focus on those things and not anything else during that time period, I am much more productive. Um, much more organized. I don't feel like I'm as scattered as I was feeling before. Um, I'm also starting my business from from scratch because I just moved back from a 12-year stint in Argentina. So I'm, I'm back in my hometown now in Canada and um, starting again from, from zero. So I, I need that um, space to really get my business moving forward. And what I was finding, and you know, we all have busy schedules, um, I was getting things done here and there, but it just didn't feel like I was really progressing forward. So once I started incorporating the time blocking, I have gotten way more done um, than I was before. But it's just, there's a, I guess like an ease of mind that comes with it because I do feel like I've really uh, accomplished something. And it's not actually just within my business, it's also within my personal life. So I make sure that um, I'm getting other things done in my life. So it could be things like, uh, th you know, uh, emails, things for my son's school, just personal, personal things that need to get done. Um, and I found what was happening before is let's say I'm, I'm off playing with my son and these things are popping into my head thinking, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. And it was really taking away from the time that I was spending with other people, with family, with friends, with myself, um, because I was just constantly having these things, you know, pop in, oh, thinking, oh, I haven't done this yet, or I have to do this, or I really, you know, what have you. Um, so what it's actually done is increased the presence that I have um, in various aspects of my life. I'm much more engaged now with uh, who I'm with, or whether it be family, my son, whoever, um, and or whatever activity I'm doing. I mean, even even on that level, I'm I'm much more present and engaged. And for me, that has just made all the difference because when when you're when you're mindful and when you're present in the moment, it really increases your experience. Um, and I like to call it, you know, my human experience. Um, it really increases it and, and really shows you the beautiful aspects that we tend to miss when we have all of these things popping in our heads in our brains. And so people have actually noticed the difference and they've been commenting like, you know, in, in that I'm, I'm, you know, really more engaged, uh, than I was before. So, um, so it's really just transformed everything on all levels. So my business time included, but I think even more importantly, just as, um, a life experience and I'm experiencing life on a much higher level than I was before. And for me, that's really key because, uh, you know, we have a short time here. So I think we, we really need to make that experience the most that we can and be the best version of ourselves. And time blocking, ironically enough, has really allowed me to do that. So I just wanted to share that with people. So if you haven't started time blocking, I highly recommend it um, because it really does transform so many things on, on so many levels. Thanks.
Okay, it's a little cliche, but I'm going to say it anyhow. A great business isn't built by what you do sometimes. It's built by what you do every day. So what habits are fueling you this year? What habits transformed your life or business last year? Don't forget to join the conversation and tag me, Tara underscore McMullen, and hashtag explore what works on Instagram. This episode was produced and edited by Sean McMullen. Special thanks to Kate Farrell, Chelsea Stevenson, Christiane Squires, and Chrissy Betancourt for contributing. Our theme music is by The Shrugs. Discover over 170 more episodes of What Works at whatworkspodcast.com.